Hi, welcome to Virtually Unbreakable, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling life. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is how does your mental health affect your children? Among other things, we will talk about what events are children most affected by and why, and what to do to minimize the impact our stress has on our children. I'm pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Hi, welcome. Today we will talk about how your mental health affects your kids. So, as we all know, parenthood is not easy at the best of times. Parents can often feel overwhelmed and stressed out and can really struggle with staying balanced and calm. And this affects all of us, really. But unfortunately, to our disadvantage, children very often pick up on our emotions. And whether we like it or not, it does affect them. So loving relationships with responsible adults are essential to children's healthy development. And while most parents are very aware of children's physical growth, the bond with their child has also uh, got a huge influence on their brain development. So, for example, by the age of five, a child's brain is about 90% developed. And children's relationships with adults are the key to healthy life as they set out the foundation of their emotional maturing. And children learn to experience emotions and express them and relate to others, among many other things, mostly from their parents. And during early years, as we know, they can also go through mental health problems. However, Quite often these issues are not addressed as quickly as they can be or even taken seriously. So when children face traumatic events such as emotional distress, parents' divorce, parents' arguments or death in the family or house move, it threatens their mental health. And we use term adverse childhood experiences to describe these traumatic events. Family financial problems are one of the most common one, followed by divorce or separation of a parent or a guardian. And other common adverse experiences that can affect your kids could be poverty or homelessness, chronic neglect, being a victim of domestic abuse, parents' poor mental health, separation of parents or divorce, and families with high conflict, which is, for example, regular arguments between parents, racism or violence. And the impact of chronic neglect, violence or parental mental illness has lifelong implications on every child. It puts children at high risk of developing mental health disorders, among other things. They're more prone to addictions in the future. It impacts their physical health and it reinforces their negative self-image, which then further has negative impact on their confidence and their academic results. 
And we know that all families experience challenges, but how you deal with them means everything. And quite often here, the pressure is on the mum, as we know, in order to the pressure to find peace and the pressure to keep that peace between her and, and her partner. Um, challenges in the families don't necessarily always mean that the emo emotional development of children will suffer. Many parents with mental health problems manage their condition and their children do not experience any adverse effects. Uh, and many children will grow up with a parent who might have a mild form of mental illness. And, and when parents have access to support, they can really minimize the impact their illness or their stress levels have on their children. I think it's, it's important to take a note that we all face stress. We all face relationship difficulties. We all face different levels of perhaps financial pressure or poor work-life balance. But it's noticing that when these things have a big impact on who we become over time, how we speak, how we perceive ourselves, how we talk to our children, how we talk to our partner. Do we allow enough time for self-care? These are the questions we need to be asking ourselves and recognizing how regular stress that perhaps could be quite easily minimized. What effect does this stress have on our day-to-day -day life, the life that our children observe and are part of? Because it's the bad negative habits that impact our children the most. So what can you do to support your family's mental well-being? Well, first of all, don't let stigma prevent you from seeking help. So be honest about mental health issues. Be honest with yourself and with your family about your perhaps difficulties to handle stress and pressure at work. Be honest about it and don't be afraid to open up and speak about it. Acknowledging your difficulties is step one for your recovery. And some parents do not want to talk about this with their kids. But the thing is that kids are much smarter than we think. So they will pick up on our emotions and our behavior anyway. And because we don't openly talk to them about it, they will often misinterpret our behavior and, and our actions and take it really against themselves and start blaming, blaming themselves for it. That is all possible. So opening up is really crucial. By discussing these mental health issues with your family, children can be taking a supportive part in your recovery process. Other things you can do to empower your kids are actively listen to them. Provide a safe and open home environment when it, where your kids, yourself and your partner can be who you are, can stay true to yourself. Avoid labels such as depressed or anxious as they might be too foreign for your child to use. Instead, you could wo use words like sad or scared. 
and let your child express their emotions at all times and talk about them with you. Try to build a strong relationship with your child where you both open up to your weaknesses and you acknowledge them. And always try to model healthy behavior as much as you can. So, you know, building this close relationship with your child where they can tell you when something's going wrong and you can tell them when something's going wrong. It's a little bit like a partnership. Many of us think that because our child is our child, it belongs to us and it should do as we tell them to. And it should follow all our instructions and it should not step out of the line. It should just be there to listen to us. But the thing is, everybody has independent character and personality and children are capable of their own thinking and using their own brain in creative ways. So we need to acknowledge that our children are intelligent and they deserve to know the truth. Um, so as much as in some circumstances, it's, it's important to perhaps not necessarily volunteer the, um, the information about your or your partner's poor mental health or perhaps discussing openly being victim of a domestic abuse with your children because that might terrify them even further and not really work to, to their or your advantage. Expressing some emotions uh, like sadness, excitement, happiness with your children is going to only strengthen your relationship with them. And that is crucial before your children become adults and go separate ways. So try to also, so I said model healthy behavior. If you want your children to behave in a certain way or build confidence, build positive self-image, you need to really model this behavior. If you want them to express sadness or tell you when something is going wrong at school, for example, then you should be telling them when something's going wrong for you at work. Perhaps not to a great detail, but, you know, sharing what's going on and Trying to stay calm during arguments or heated family discussions is very important. Raising your voice rarely helps anybody. It's really important, no matter what the argument about is about with your partner or, or with your child, to really stay calm and show. And you are very likely to get much better results because you're staying calm and collected, even if it's something you are really upset about, you are discussing. Giving your children hugs and showing that you love them every day, no matter what you're facing in terms of your own mental health, is super important. They need to know that you have their back. They need to know that you love them and you will protect them and cherish them no matter what. And that will give them strength and confidence. So that is super important. Teaching effective communication and coping skills is one of the things that your children don't learn at school. So the only way they can really learn how to communicate and cope with difficult situations in life is from you and your partner and your family. So just bear that in mind that 
when they go to school, they will not learn how to respond to bullies or they will not necessarily learn how to manage exam stress. You know, you are there for that purpose, you as a parent, and you need to pick up that responsibility and teach that to your kids. And encouraging your partner to support no mental health stigma at home is also crucial. That no stigma environment will promote openness between you and your child and it will really strengthen your relationship. Learn how to better manage emotions and reduce your stress. Try to cultivate self-care and remember to take time off to relax and unwind. That will impact the state of your mental health and it will positively impact your relationship with your children. So cultivating self-care and taking time to relax and unwind is very important to everyone, even if that means half an hour per week. That's better than nothing. Making quality time for your partner, doing something fun together um, is equally important. So do not neglect your relationship with your partner because that will have a negative impact on your mental health and therefore the mental health of your children. It will indirectly affect the mental health of your children and your children will feel the difference when you are calm and relaxed. They will see that in the way you communicate with them, in the way you are around them. So you need to remember about self-care and you need to remember about finding time for your partner and finding time to do something romantic and something fun together. And do your best to create a safe home environment and work on improving your relationships with others. Try different things however you want to, whatever works for you. And more importantly, don't be shy to look for external resources and professional help if you feel your mental health is really affecting you or your family, as it's very important to reach out and ask for help. And if you don't feel convinced that's what you need, do it for the sake of your children because they're counting on stable and secure and safe home environment. So you owe this to them. Don't be afraid to look for help. Don't be afraid to educate yourself in this topic. We have some free resources on our website available to you. Our website is virtuallythrive.com. Feel free to have a look at our blog section as well and our YouTube channel. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. If you would like to receive the notes from today's podcast, you can find them on our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.buzzsprout.com. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable, where we will discuss how to build your support network. Thank you.